Lorelai is a high school special education teacher who's filled with school spirit, so much so that she specifically wanted me to give a shout out to her beloved T-Wolves. She's the mother of two rambunctious, adorable little boys, and her motherhood journey has been filled with ups and downs, including an unexpected hospital stay when her youngest son was only eight days old. I'm Heather Kuntz, and this is Motherhood Material. Lorelai comes from a large, self-described, loud family, and her story of meeting her husband is one of my favorites ever. It all started when her friend posted a picture from a recent family vacation. My sister-in-law, Bobby, was one of my good friends in college. Every year we go to Table Rock Lake, and um, one of my other brother-in-laws, Tim, he takes pictures a lot over there, like we'll do updated family pictures and stuff like that. Well, he had taken a picture of Justin. (laughs) sounds so funny to talk about um in this cowboy hat in a swim trunks kind of looking all vogue and so my sister Bobby posted that on Facebook and I messaged her and I was like whoa hook me up with your brother-in-law and that friend did hook Lorelai up she and Justin the guy from the picture started dating the two hit it off but Lorelai wasn't quite ready for a serious relationship She was still recovering from a recent heartbreak, and she told Justin it just wasn't the right time. But a few months passed, and soon, Lorelai asked to join Justin's family for Easter. They hit it off again. A short while later, Justin proposed at the lake, and that hat remains in the family. Lorelai says it's the hat that started it all. Early into their marriage, Lorelai knew she wanted to be a mom. We both just really loved kids. We wanted a lot. We didn't know it was going to happen so suddenly. It was sudden, but there's no right time for starting a family. Soon after their first baby was born, Lorelai began thinking about adding another bundle of joy to the fold. I was like, oh, everybody says it takes so long with the second, so, you know, we'll just start, and I'm sure it'll take, you know, six or seven months, so he'll be two or so by the time he's born, and no. As soon as we spoke it, God was like, all right, there you go, be careful what you wish for, lady, and so they are 18 months apart, and... Did not think I was going to survive that for a while. They love each other more than they fight sometimes. Depends on the day, so. With two under two, Lorelai's life shifted dramatically. And like so many other moms, it wasn't easy. I would not say motherhood came naturally. I think I went into it with some rose-colored glasses and, I don't know, I'm a type A preparer. And I didn't really do that. I felt like, okay, well, it's going to come naturally and it's going to be fine and blah, blah, blah. Um, And breastfeeding, nope. I think I lasted about three weeks. Many moms experience shattered motherhood expectations, especially when going from one child to two. For Lorelai, it was no different. My husband handled it so gracefully, like, but for me, even being alone in the same room with both of them, for him to go mow the lawn was like debilitating like I could not I was like no you can't leave me you can't do this and then he'd say well why don't you get out and take the boys to the store oh my god are you I am not taking them both somewhere you know like I'm not kidding you it's probably up until this summer that I really started feeling more comfortable taking them places we still don't go somewhere every day because it still stresses me out bringing a baby home from the hospital is a learning curve for any new mom 
and for Lorelai, and probably many others, it was a bit harder, because she hadn't stopped to realize one important thing. Since it was so difficult for me, I think I had all these high expectations, but I think I thought that that my children were going to be born like teenagers, okay, because I teach high school. I have no clue how to communicate with little people at all, which is why they have such large vocabularies, I feel like, um, but I had all these visions of teenage boys and having pool parties at our house, you know, the pool that we don't have yet, and um, sleepovers and sports and football games and all this stuff. And then I, you know, had babies that I had to bring home from the hospital and toddlers right now transitioning. And so it's like, I can't wait till they're teenagers on some level because I'm excited about that stuff. But I think that was kind of one of my biggest shock factors of becoming a mom was, oh, wait, like nobody told me about all of these years in between until they get to, you know, 12, 13, 14, and are a little more independent. When her youngest was about six months old, Lorelai ran into her cousin at a family reunion, and she opened up about her struggles. She was like, dude, no, it's hard. She said, I, and she just kind of gave me this like words of affirmation that I felt I really needed about how motherhood is not easy and it did not come naturally for her. So I thought I was like the only person in the world that was just really sucking at, you know, not knowing what I was supposed to do every time. She broke down that whole facade and I was able to be like, holy crap, Sarah struggled. Like I am not the only person in the world. Like it's not just a boy mom thing or it's not just me. It was eye-opening for Lorelai, and it's an important message for all moms to hear. Motherhood is hard, and no one is getting off easy. Lorelai was given some advice that she still thinks about today. Some days, they both get 100%. Some days, one gets 80 and one gets 20. Some days, one gets 50 and the other gets 50. Like, there is no way that they're both going to completely get what you think they deserve every single day. I mean, as long as they're happy and healthy and alive and they know you love them, it's like whatever. So I felt like that made things a little easier to try to remember. Of all of the parenting books and all of the advice I've gotten, that's one thing that just really stood out to me. It's like, even if I don't feel like I'm giving them a hundred, as long as they feel like they're getting enough and their little love buckets are full, then it's an okay day. When Lorelai brought her second baby home from the hospital, they were busy focusing on that transition and staying afloat. But when her son was only eight days old, Lorelai's world came crashing down. He was eight days, and um, he, my dad's a retired firefighter, EMS, paramedic, and stuff, and so he kept, he was sitting on the couch with him and holding him, you know, he just wants to snuggle him (laughs) while he's here, and um, he was like, he just feels really hot, and I'm like, Dad, you're sitting here in the living room, the hottest spot, he's bundled up, you know, it's July, Um, he's just hot, it's fine. And so he's, like, trying to back off. You know, he's like, oh, crazy lady. And then a little bit later, he's like, Laurel, I really think he's hot. Like, I don't think this is, you know, going down. And I was like, okay, fine. And so I did. I took his temperature. I was like, oh, my gosh, he is hot. And um, so I called the pediatrician. By the time she called me back, it had already shot up even more. And so she said, go immediately to the hospital. Let them check him out. So we get there, and it's already gone up. And it's like... 103, 104, it's like terrifying. One of the nurses said, um, can we give him a spinal tap? And I was like, do you think it's meningitis? Meningitis is a rare infection that affects the fluid surrounding the brain and spinal cord. Adults and children alike can get meningitis, and it can be life-threatening. 
To diagnose, a spinal tap is performed. This allows doctors to retrieve and test a sample of spinal fluid. Desperate for answers, Lorelai agreed to the spinal tap. I got a lot of backlash for that from people for making that choice, but hey, turns out it was meningitis, so (laughs) I'm really glad I did that. From there, things moved quickly. The doctors gave Lorelai the option of moving her baby to the children's hospital, and she agreed. They called us an ambulance, and they buckled him up in his little car seat and strapped him on the ambulance, and I rode with him there. We were there three days and ended up being viral, which was good and bad. Bad because there's nothing you can do for it, but good because they figured it out, and his fever finally started going down, and um, the Tylenol was working, and just in case, they had started him on an antibiotic. Um, And even though it ended up not being bacterial, it was... They were hoping it was kind of helping. There was like, there's no way to tell, but um, we did it just in case. I was like, that's great. Do whatever. Please, you know, save my kid. And it also turns out he um, somehow, we don't know if I gave it to him or he gave it to me, had staff too. So luckily they had been doing the antibiotics because that helped. While her son recovered, Lorelai dealt with a range of emotions. And I felt like a horrible mom because I felt um, like I was trying not to bond with him because in case something happened... Um, And so I felt like we kind of missed that a little bit in the beginning. Meningitis can cause severe delays in babies and children. If untreated, it can even lead to a coma. Lorelai knew all of this because her very own nephew had childhood meningitis and now deals with life-altering after effects. Had she not been educated on meningitis before her unexpected trip to the hospital, things may have gone differently. After all, it's an infection with little symptoms. There was no cough. There was no nothing. He had this horribly high fever. And even when we were in the hospital, it still wasn't even hardly anything. But Lorelai's son was a fighter. He's now a big three-year-old with an impressive vocabulary and hilarious personality. She says she hasn't seen any side effects of the infection, and she's thankful. The experience was just one of many situations that has taught Lorelai that motherhood is nothing if not unexpected. Everything about my journey in motherhood has been completely unexpected from how I would feel to, oh my gosh, how I parent. Because, you know, I was an amazing parent before I had kids and I had all these things I was going to do and how my kids were and were not going to act. And that just kind of slapped me in the face and my kids were never going to eat chicken nuggets from McDonald's. And that's like one of their four food groups. Um, my kids are never going to talk back to me. I'm going to do this and that. And I mean, yeah, unexpected. And plus just the good unexpected too. So, you know, you're having a rough day and kid just says something really super cute that you're like, where did you even hear that or learn that or observe that? Or, you know, I know you didn't hear that on Paw Patrol. Today, Lorelai takes on all of life's unexpected challenges with a little help from her favorite Shakespearean quote. Expectation is the root of all heartache. And I feel like that fits me in motherhood a lot, too, because like I said, I'm really type A, but I feel like my kids have changed me so much from that to kind of just roll with the punches a little more. I am still a planner. Totally guilty. I have to be, you know, working mom plus wife plus kids plus everything else. Um, But you just can't control everything. And there's only so much advice that you can try to enact or use. But when my kid's throwing a fit in the middle of the store, 
I don't remember any of that advice. All I could think about is either A, how I can get him to stop throwing a fit, B, why did I even bring him here, or C, ignore it and keep going. You know what I mean? So it's like, don't think that just because you react one way, one time, that you have to do that every single time. Um, Balance, I guess, is kind of the best in all situations. Lorelai says she even finds balance in her home and career. I feel like I have the best of both worlds as a teacher. I'm a stay-at-home mom during the summer, working mom in the other months, and holy crap, there's a reason that I'm not a stay-at-home mom because I am not good at it. I would be fired after like three days. I'm sure I'm not the only one who can relate to that. Another way Lorelai helps navigate motherhood is by tapping into the ever-popular idea of self-care. But for her, it looks a little different. It took me a lot of crying and why am I not good enough and how come every other mom has it together to realize that self-care doesn't have to be taking a bubble bath or going and getting a pedicure because I'm not that kind of girl. Um, It can just be letting your kids trash the playroom while you just sit and read a book and drink some coffee. You know what I mean? It's just like getting my own sanity because I feel like I never am by myself ever. (laughs) I'm always surrounded by people. I think all moms feel like that. And it's totally true. They always follow you to the bathroom. Um, when school's in session, I mean, it's nice that I get to go to the bathroom by myself, but even, you know, even if we all by ourselves, it's like, we're still usually doing something, going to the grocery store or running an errand or doing something. And just because we don't have our kids with us doesn't mean we're doing it for ourselves. It's true. As moms, it feels like we're always doing something for someone. Today, try to do something just for you. Actually, do more than try. Carve out time for you this evening or in the morning before the kids wake up. It's important. Because at the end of the day, while motherhood is really important, we're more than that. And we can't lose ourselves in the process of raising our beautiful humans. Thanks to Lorelai for sharing her story with us. Thanks for listening. Motherhood Material is produced by me, Heather Kuntz. Music by Eric Medias. For more information or to be featured, please contact motherhoodmaterialpod at gmail.com.